Thank you for tuning to the Josh Terry podcast. I have done three other shows in the past, I don't know, fucking 20 hours, and I have had a great time with all of them. This show that we're about to do today, uh, I stumbled across this young lady's page. She has a podcast she's going to tell you all about in a minute. Found out we have a very good mutual friend between the two of us, so this makes me even more excited. And I found out she's a bartender off of Broadway, so there's a good chance that I might not like her, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm just fucking with you already. Uh, Miss Caroline West, how are you doing, darling? Good. How are you? Good. Before we get started, tell them your socials and the podcast name and all that good shit. So my socials are, my podcast is Broadway Girls on Instagram with two S's and then on TikTok with two B's. Um, you can find it on Spotify or Apple Music. And then my personal one is Caroline with two E's, West with two T's, all across the board. Okay, so that, that is a lot of double letters. I, it is. But you know what? I couldn't get any. I mean, I don't want to put all the bullshit in there. So I don't blame you. I don't like when people put the bullshit in there. It's really fun. It's just simple to just add extra letters. Everything <laughs> that I do. Looks like a fucking third grader did it. Like everything that I do is like JL Terry 87 or JL Terry 1987. Like it's all just easy as hell because yeah. I'm stupid and I don't remember shit. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, well, it'll pop up when you like try to type it, like type everything in. So it's fine. There you go. So how long have you been doing the podcast thing? Uh, for almost a year. So um, it'll be a year and end of January. What made you want to start it? Um, I wanted to start it because I wanted to give people like a look into the service industry in Nashville, considering like everybody, it's all about the music scene and everything like that. But nobody in like the tourists and like, Oh, Broadway, like everybody's going to get drunk, but nobody really knows like what people make Nashville Nashville. It's like, it's the bartenders. It's the bartender at Tin Roof that has a drink named after him. It's, you know, the makeup artist, the hairstylist, like, you know, it's, I mean, even, I mean, even the music too, it's those people like trying to make a living on Broadway. Like it's those people that make Nashville what it is. And that's what I wanted to give people an insight on. So it's not just about the drinking. And I mean, we have a bunch of shit we have to deal with. So yeah, That's I can funny. I can imagine dealing with assholes like me on the daily. It's fucking oh, I mean, hard, it's dude. I can I'm tell. I can tell you got it written on your forehead. You wouldn't be one of the bartenders that I would talk shit to. Yeah, no, I'm mean. Everybody's like, "Oh, your name's Caroline." They're like, "Sweet Caroline." I'm like, "Nope, I'm mean, Caroline." I'm like, "I'm not sweet." So don't, just don't. I'm like, I'll hurt your feelings. Ah, uh, 
yeah, I wouldn't fuck with you. You can tell. <laughs> like, he, I've got a pretty good, I'm not very good with women anyway, but I can tell when one's mean as fuck. And you got it, you, you got it clear as day. Well, it's probably because my resting bitch face, but I mean, I just don't take no shit. But the people that really know me as a person know I'm very nice. So, yeah. but I'm also going to be the one that's going to roundhouse your ass outside in the parking lot. <laughs> <Yeah. time. laughs> like, somehow I like that though. <laughs> So somehow I'm like, okay, she's a little bit cooler now. I mean, some people, some people like it. Some people are like, wow, she's a bitch. And I'm like, okay. I'd rather you be a bitch, to be honest with you. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's just, you're, there's so many fake fucking people in Nashville anyway. There's so many fake people every fucking where anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, I work in social media. I hate 90% of the people oh, that I, I, have to, I have to deal with. So I can only imagine the fucking dickheads that come in the bar stool that think that they're special or think that there's something, think that you're supposed to wait on them hand and foot without, you know, any gratitude. You know, I, I think uh, you gotta be a bitch to fucking get by with something like that. You do. Like, I feel like it's, it's very cutthroat on Broadway for sure. Cause like, I mean, you gotta know somebody to get in. And then once you're in, I mean, you, you gotta have thick skin. Like if you don't, you're going to get your feelings hurt or you're going to get booted out. And I mean, it's it's not for the week. I will say that when I did work in Midtown, you have to you have to be a little bit nicer, which I am nice at first until you like <laughs> unless you're an idiot, then okay, well then all hands on deck, we're gonna piss you off. So it just depends. Like Midtown, you gotta be a little bit nicer. You can't really tell people to fuck off immediately. <laughs> but on Broadway, like they're a little more lenient. We can tell people to eat shit. So really? Oh yeah. I mean considering like the customer isn't always right they're not, not. It, on broadway really. they're definitely fucking not right. so, yeah but in midtown it's more like you have your regulars you're more one-on-one -on -one, which i do like but yeah i mean i had to take a break from broadway for a minute because i got a little bitter I'm not gonna lie yeah i can't fuck with it too much like I have to know that I have a buddy playing somewhere around there yeah. for me to go. Otherwise I don't want a fucking part of it. And it's not because the bars aren't cool. It's not because the bartenders aren't cool. It's because of the fucking assholes that are there. And it's always just like, it's not ever the whole bar. It's always like 10 fucking people in a crowded bar that just ruin it for everybody else. It's just like, please, I, I just can't deal with it. I'm, I'm too old and grumpy. I, I I would rather be around five people that had fucking manners and knew how to talk and treat the next person at a dive bar than be around 500 people that are just so self-absorbed that it's just fucking sad. Well, I will say that I've met some of the like coolest people working on Broadway. Yeah. And it, it's weird because we'll get like one week we'll get this weird group of people and they're either going to piss us off or we're just like, okay, this is like, I don't know what blew into town. And then like the next week we'll get the best group of people come through the bar. And so it just fluctuates, but especially during football season, like the Patriots fans, they can fuck off. They, I don't need them in the towns. So. I literally have like four Tom Brady jerseys, four Gronk oh jerseys. Hi. Like I literally, I'm not obnoxious fucking about it though. Like I'm not. Like I, I know what you're talking about. I can't stand Alabama fans and oh Alabama, my God, and Alabama fans and Patriot fans are damn near the same. 
Yeah, Georgia fans, mm, they can fuck off too. So well, now now you can kiss my fucking ass because <laughs> I am a Georgia fan. Oh, you're a Georgia fan? Yes. I, well, that's where my studio. That's where I grew up. I'm in, I'm from Georgia. Yeah. Like, first off, you got to understand. It took us my whole life to get a national championship, and then every year for half of that, we thought we were going to get a national championship, and we sucked. Like, we had such a fucking built-up aggression inside of us that when we finally got it, we we still barking, bro. We still, like, we still barking. Hey, I'm all, like, when Georgia plays Alabama, I want y'all to win because I hate Nick Saban. Oh, I I hate God. Other than that, their fans just, they're obnoxious. They're not me. They're just obnoxious. Who are you a fan of then? A&M. Texas A&M? Yeah, don't talk shit. No, I'm and not. I'm a Cowboys fan, don't talk oh, shit. Now, Cowboys fan, like yeah, it's, I'm woo. I'm used to losing, so it's yeah. okay. Yeah, you ain't getting a ring no time soon. Um, <laughs> no. Well, Texan, the reason why I said A and M is uh, our Texas A and M is because you don't really. Find, I've never. I don't think I've ever met a Texas A and M fan. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm a big. I got like a lot of theories on Johnny Menzel, and I love Johnny Menzel. Went to college with him. No partied fucking him. shit. Yeah, partied with him a lot. Um, when it, so his family owns a part like a lot of uh my hometown yeah. in Tyler, Texas. And so I've served his family so many times. That's cool, dude. But I did uh I've I've, I've partied with him a lot, um, in college anyway. So. You can quit blushing anytime while saying that. <laughs> Jesus I'm not blushing. Christ. Yes, you are. I no, got- I'm just like, I have stories about him. And then uh, that whole like documentary came out about him. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm reliving my college years. <laughs> so. I, I'm one of the biggest Johnny Menzel fans there are. Really? Oh yeah, because I get it. Like I tell people all the time that if I had musical talent or if I was a professional athlete, I would have been Johnny Menzel. I get how much pressure it would be on somebody that age to have so much fun like, well yeah that but he also um i mean he's kind of a douche oh yes yeah, that wouldn't be a douche he was already a douche before he like hit it big yeah so i mean i don't know yeah he seems like he could be the way i heard a conversation with him and uh one of the barstool podcasts the other day uh and it's just like i don't know i i just i wish the kid would have done better I do, but it's also, I can see where he could be a, a dickhead. Yeah, it just, it sucks because he did have a lot of talent and then he just, he fucked up. He let yeah. the college life get to him and it, that's what part sucked. But see, this I'm is like, why God. I'm glad I grew up. I'm glad I grew up poor, wasn't good at that good at sports. Like, I'm glad I didn't have any of those temptations in front of me because I would, I would have been a piece of shit probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't, part of me doesn't blame him, but the parties that I've been to that he's been at, it's a lot. I bet it fucking is, dude. I don't know how he got away with it. I really, I really fucking don't. I mean, honestly, he didn't. Parties took years off my life, but. Yeah. I mean, he really didn't. I think, I don't care what that documentary or anything else makes that dude look like. He's got to be depressed. He's He's got to realize how bad. He fucked up a once in a lifetime oh, yeah. chance. Like it's that's got to eat him alive every day. I but would his imagine it would. Were loaded, so they were already rich before he went there. Yeah, but just being rich for somebody like him, 
Yeah. And that might be enough. But like, let's even say for like somebody like me, I don't necessarily, of course, everybody wants to be fucking rich. Yeah. But like, I don't want fame or anything I, I want to live a comfortable life but yeah. I want to be known like I want to be good at what I do and people to know that I'm good at what I do and yeah. I would think for somebody like him he, it just seems like he wanted such validation from other athletes that he was the fucking best and he will never get a chance to do that now that that probably eats at the dude oh yeah for sure I mean he ain't gonna go fucking broke obviously which is kind of <laughs> no. fuck him for that I mean but, yeah but everything outside of that yeah that's cool. So Tyler, Texas, right? I literally just took off a shirt like 30 minutes ago that is from Tyler, Texas. Uh, some people who follow me on social media sent me two different shirts from the uh, the strip club there that, that whiskey. I'm mark. out? Yeah, I've got two of them right, right <laughs> next to me. No way. That place closed down. Did it really? Yeah, that's the Whiskey Mark song. I'm out yeah. on 155. Yeah. Yeah, it closed down. Damn. It's yeah, nasty. So, oh, I, I love nasty strip clubs. I don't like nice ones. Oh, no. No, like, it was, uh, when I tell you, so, I say Tyler, because if you don't know East Texas or Texas in general, then you don't know where my hometown is. It's Brownsboro. It's a suburb of Tyler, but even, even still, like, if you're in that, like, little suburb of Tyler, or, like, the surrounding cities somebody from your graduating class or your high school is a stripper there. Fuck yeah. Immediately. So, but it's not like good strippers. Like it's, it's like deja vu or crazy horse. Like it's just, it, it it's actually worse than that, but. Yeah. See, I hate nice strip clubs. I hate any. <laughs> why? Like, I, why? I mean, honestly, not to be weird about it. I'm not paying anybody to get naked. Like, that's just not for me. Yeah. Like, and like, if I go into a nice strip club and I've been in them with my friends before, I'm just not a fan. It's like, yeah. and I don't want to sound fucking weird when I say this, but I don't know another way to say it is I feel like if I wanted to see one of these girls naked, I could take them to a bar, have some drinks, have some fun. And then if it happened, it happened. I'm not fixing to pay for you to take your clothes off and give me blue balls. It's just, that's not for yeah. me. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing hot about that to me. There, there's nothing. What yeah. is, what is fun though, if you've never done it, go to like these backwoods, trashy ass strip clubs, and, but go with your friends okay. and, and go with just plan on getting fucked up and having a good time. Like we went to one like two months ago. It's called Foxy's in Sneed, Alabama. We were over there for a writer's retreat. Oh, oh no, no. We were over there for the Ella Langley show. I was hosting Ella Langley and Trey Lewis's show over there at a event park. And a bunch of us went. And it was so bad that we had the best time ever. But they had a jukebox and you got to pick the songs on the jukebox. We oh, put God. like fucking fifty dollars in that thing. And we picked the saddest country songs of all time and pissed every one of the strippers off that was in there. I don't yeah, know. Slap your cheeks to some sack. I literally was so fucked up that I made the announcement to where, like, I don't know if you've ever heard the song from Vern Gosnan called Chiseled in Stone. No. It's fucking sad. And that's my shit. Like, I love sad shit. I was so fucked up that I played Chiseled in Stone first. And I told the girl on stage, I was like, if you can pop your pussy to this, I'll give you $100. She and she. she, and she like parked out by the lake. 
Yeah. Oh, I love parked out by the lake. I love parked out by the lake. You should have played that one. Man, shit. Well, I don't remember whose birthday. It was Trey Lewis's. We was at Live Oak last year for his birthday, and he got that dude to play parked out by the lake. And I had never heard it. Never heard it at all. And they're like, the worst fucking song. It is the best fucking song. I love it. It's the fucking worst. Yeah. I I play that shit when I get fucked up for my friends all the time, and I'm like, y'all, this is gas. This is that new heat from Nashville. Y'all about to hear it right now. It is gangster, and like, it takes the first the first fucking thirty seconds of a song, and every one of them just always turns at me and be like, "What the fuck, Josh? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is wrong I with you?" I love seeing everybody's reaction to it. I, I was, and I think what was bad is the first time I heard it. Uh. Somebody had gave me an edible that was like a 90 milligram, like it was like cancer patient type fucking edible, right? And me and one of my buddies ate it as sitting at Live Oak when that shit, it just didn't feel like the song ever ended. I would have got arrested. Oh, God. Arrested. I, I would have had to call 911. Really? I can't. I, a 90 milligram, you put me in the grave. Yeah, it was not pleasant. I cried. But like, like, I cried for a good I hour. I parked out by the lake. Yeah, and I maybe I can't tell you which one it was. I was smiling so hard that my tear ducts just fucking opened and poured. Like I just cried and smiled for like two hours. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan. Like I'll eat. I'm. I eat mushrooms like fucking Skittles. But as far as THC or anything, like that's hard for me to go like above forty milligrams because I will be stuck. My dad mailed me some uh, edibles from Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. I was like really scared to try them. So, I mean, they're just kind of sitting there right now. I'm scared. What? I'm scared. Uh uh, don't be scared. Well, granted, he like, I mean, not even, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but no, he like had cancer like a few years ago. And so no. he started, well, he started taking those edibles. Yep. And so, I mean, I was like, uh, I don't know what you're taking, but. I'll have to go. I'll, I'm going to go to jail if I take these. Like, I'll be incoherent. Yeah, I, don't, I think you would just be stuck to your couch. I don't. <laughs> I don't think you're going to jail. You might. You might get. You might call the law thinking you're going to have a heart attack, but I don't think you're going to jail. I mean, I don't know. If I was in public, I probably would, because I probably would be talking cursive. My All roommate's right. giving me a beer, so that's cool. Hi, roommate. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> She's like, I'm not involved in this. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck you too then, roommate. <laughs> well, I don't want to be any part of that. Okay. That's cool. I was like, I, te I texted her. I said, hey, can you bring me a beer? <laughs> so what part of Nashville do you live in without, like, giving your fucking address out for creepers? Oh, I mean, I live in the nations. I mean, I'm packing here anyways. I dare motherfuckers show up to my front porch, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our, uh, cause when we go up there, we, every time we go, we either record with raised rowdy with mm -hmm. them boys or we, yeah, I love them. oh yeah, I fucking love Nikki and Burrell and all them. Shout out, shout out to them, by the way. Didn't they just do an event there at, um, no, that was another bar. That was PBR. I was thinking they just, yeah, did, I know what you're talking about. I thought they just did something there. Uh, not at Barstool. That it, yeah, I think it was PBR. Yeah. Yeah, it was PBR. Yeah, I think it was because our end of the year party that we had like Ashland Craft and yeah. LV Shane and all them was at Live Oak the same night they did it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that should that'd be about right. Um, 
But uh, if we're not recording at with them somewhere, if we are recording like at a makeshift studio, so we'll like get an Airbnb. And we've stayed over, I think, in that area before. And uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, there's some sketch. There is, there's some sketch. Where? Well, didn't you say like around the nations? No, I live in the nations. So uh, I mean, I know like I'm a Nashville transplant, but I know that it used to be kind of, kind of scary over here. But then yeah. they completely transformed it. I mean, knock on wood. I've I've only had one incident the entire yeah. four years that I've lived in the nations neighborhood. So, oh, you've been yeah. there for four years. The nations, yes. But the first year I was in East Nashville, and I didn't even realize that I was on one of the most dangerous roads. But I never had any issues. Yeah, yeah. We we've stayed next to a halfway house. That's how to do it. I mean, at least you can probably find the hook up there. You can find a plug. <laughs> I mean, somebody's gonna come out swinging. It's fun. Fuck yeah. Uh, so what's like your uh, what's like your goal? Like, do you just want to be a bartender for a while? Are you just figuring yourself out, or like, what's the move there? So I go back and forth from like nine to five to, and then missing like the human interaction. Like I just, I've never been a person to just like sit at a desk. And so, I mean, I can, and obviously I've done it, but I just, I don't know. There's when it, okay. So for example, like when my parents, my parents think that, you know, bartending isn't a real job, that's their generation. But now it, I mean, it is considered a real job, but I just, I don't know. I, I know I'm not going to be a forever bartender, but I still love the like people interaction. Like you, you're somebody's like safe place. Like you're somebody's like, you know, half-ass like therapist. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's something about it. it just, I'm a very big people person. So, I mean, I don't really know. I didn't think I would make it this far in Nashville the first year I moved here. I mean, I packed up, I don't know, a single soul. I met my roommates through a Facebook group and I moved here six months later after that. And then I immediately got a job on Broadway. So I didn't think I'd last this long. I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, when am I going to have that feeling like I need to go somewhere else or something like that? And then I started the podcast. And then, I, like I said, I'm just kind of... <laughs> I'm kind of in a limbo right now. I'm not really sure like what direction I'm supposed to go next, but like I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a bartender forever. But Well, bartending is a real job for any of the older grumpy folks out here. I, I I know I've got several friends that they make a fucking, they make more than me. Like this is, this is all I do for a living. Like I, I'll just do my podcast. That is it. And I know several that fucking murder. And it's like, okay, maybe I need to go sling some fucking drinks is what I need to do. Yeah. I mean, it just like the money here is just completely different from like in Texas. Like I never knew like the amount of money you can make from being in the service industry here is just fucking wild. And yeah. like, that's what a lot of people don't understand. And I'm like, there's career bartenders that make six figures on Broadway. And that's just fucking nuts to me. But I mean, I love that you do your podcast for a living. Like, I mean, ultimately, I would love to do that too. But, I mean, you got to bust your ass. So it's oh, all yeah, about the shake too. So you just here. got you just got to have hustle in anything that you yeah. do. You got you got to have like an ego to you too. Uh, I make the joke a lot that my ego has an ego to where like <laughs> I want to be the best at what I do, no matter what yeah. the fuck I do. But you got to be a realist at the same time. 
Uh, and if you have that mentality, fuck, you can do anything. You can make a stupid amount of money. I know that there's got to be just a filthy, filthy amount of money for an attractive woman or attractive man bartending down that way. Like, it, it just makes sense. Yeah, that and, like, I mean – that's another, it's another reason why I started the podcast. Like people are always like, Oh, you're so funny. You should do something with it. Like, why don't you, why aren't you on one of these like reality TV shows, which I almost made it to the end of one of them. Like they're like interview parts and stuff like that. They're like, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, let's do some fucking street interviews. I was yeah. like, y'all, I'm, I'm like, bitch, I know I'm funny. So I'm like, nah. okay, let's go. And so, I mean, I guess that's my like, ego part of it like yeah. I, I do know that I am funny to a certain point but it just it just depends I mean well, you, you can tell you got a big personality and like we've only been talking for fucking 20 30 minutes and you can tell <laughs> like I told you before we started or maybe right when we fucking started I don't know but a lot of these people that I do shows with like we get a lot of artists of course uh, we get a lot of like charity organizations and stuff like that that center around mental health and all that kind of stuff. But we get a lot of social media personalities. And yeah, you, they're and you would, yeah, they're fucking, you know, to where somebody like you, I was watching some of the street interviews where you can come up with something on the fly to like snap back at somebody or give them shit. It, it took some of these people that have a million plus followers 30 minutes to sit down there and write their comeback. And that, and that's not funny. Like it, you yeah. have, you have good timing and all that type of shit. Uh, you can't, you can't find that very easily. No, I did. Um, I did like when I first started, we did like, a list of questions like on my phone and stuff like that. And then now I don't, I have like, I don't even use my phone anymore. I just immediately ask it. Like, it's just, it's gotten easier with time. Cause at first I was super nervous, but I mean, I'm also, like you said, I'm quick with the comeback. Yeah. So I mean, you I could, I'll give you credit. I couldn't do it in public. I mean, I do, I do our show in public at places, but that's, I'm comfortable sitting, recording, yeah. talking to people, walking up to strangers. I would be a fucking, just a wreck, dude. I couldn't do it. Really? I mean, you just kind of, like I said, you gotta, you gotta have thick skin. Like there's yeah. a lot of people, you would be amazed at the amount of people I say, Hey, do you want to be on camera? And they're like, no, no, no. And I'm like, Okay, well, whatever. And you just go to the next person. But that there is, I will say what Broadway girls like when it immediately blew up was a cheating video. When um, my old co-host, uh, she was like, are you cheating on your husband with him? And that whole video blew up and people were thinking that it was staged. I'm like, bitch, I'm broke. You think I'm going <laughs> to stage it? And I'm like, well, wh why? Why would I do that? I'm like, no one told you to tell us that you're cheating on your husband. You consented to saying it on camera, like eat shit, bitch. Yeah. Like people are wild. Like there's a lot of stuff that I haven't posted that would probably get a lot of people in trouble. And I'm just like, I don't want to do that. You know, that's cool. Uh, I battle back and forth with people on social media all the time that just want to release the dirt on mm -hmm. people. And that's how they want to blow up off of drama or toxic shit or stuff like that. And it's like, there's no longevity in that. There's people are eventually going to be like, Oh, you're going to make me look stupid. If I ever hurt your feelings or make you mad or, or like eat like you, you, that you're a good person just for saying like, I'd rather do it a different way. Yeah. Like, that's cool to me. Yeah. I mean, granted, I will say that like, you know, 
not to put my personal business out there, but I, I can relate to the cheating thing. Like, well, with my parents, but I'm like, first off, I've been through a situation with my parents like that. And then second, why would I stage something like that? Like, that's just, that's not okay. But I'm also, there's a lot of shit that people say that I don't want to put out there. Like they don't, you're drunk and in Nashville, like I, you don't deserve to have your whole life ruined over that. Oh. But to cheat like that, fuck that. Uh, I'm one hundred percent with you on that one, darling. I, I am one hundred percent with you on that. And I got a lot yeah. of respect. I got a lot of respect for you not putting that out there. Like, that's cool. I didn't. I didn't realize. Like you never know. Like you're like, oh, is this the best that they have as far as content goes? And then when you hear. No, we got way better. It's just not morally right to do it. That's cool. It's not. I could, I, yeah. When I asked people like where was the craziest place they had sex or like, you know, stuff like that. Oh my God. I could, I could never, I couldn't post some of that shit. And like, they probably won't even, they won't even remember. Like there's a lot of people that have messaged me about the stuff I have posted. And they're like, can you take this down? Like there's a guy that said, I was like, tell her how fat her ass really is. Yeah. It's like, I'll suck a fart out of your ass. And he messaged me and he was like, can you please take this down? Like my family, it, they're freaking out. I'm like, why are they freaking out about you sucking a fart out of a bitch's ass? So it's just like, okay. I mean, that it's his, stuff. His old lady was freaking out because she was going to see it is what it was. One, at the same group, this guy goes, my dad's a preacher. And I go, okay, well, are you sure you want to answer these questions? And he said, yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. Preacher's yeah. kid, you're always the worst. I fuck yeah, they are. Absolutely. I, I, I like the preacher's daughters, though. Not going to lie to you. Big fan. Haven't met one that was mentally stable yet. And oh. usually, I, I like a crazy bitch. I was going to tell you. They are my favorite. A crazy bitch whose daddy didn't love her. Yeah, bring, come to Papa. I mean, I have daddy issues, but I I like genuinely, I say this and like, if you know me, you know me and I'm really not crazy. Like I can get crazy, but I'm not, I just, I'm so laid back, but you know, a common rule men don't tell women and I'm finna fuck it up for you and everybody, all the, all the men are finna get mad at me right now. There's a rule that if a girl says I'm, I'm not really that crazy. I mean, I, I kind of, however you just said what you said. Is how you know this bitch is crazy. I can be. No, there it goes. Oh. Yeah, it's even the way that you just said I can be. Well, yeah, I can be, but I'm the most laid back person. Everybody knows that. Like, I'm so laid back, but I'm the friend that like you fuck with my friends, I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah, but nah, it takes a lot to get me mad. Like, I'm I'm not a jealous person. I'm very just go with the flow. So, yeah, you are definitely gonna have to hang out with our group. Uh, you like, that's how we are. Like all of us are, God, I mean, besides for what people see on social media, we're so fucking boring. Like we're real laid back, but if you, I'm boring as fuck, dude, I, I am so I mean, boring. Like, I'll put it this way. I mean, I like going to riders round, sitting there drinking at a table. Like my days of going and shaking my ass are even going to look for a woman who's just out there shaking her ass. I'm just past that shit. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, I'd read what I've been past all that whole partying scene and stuff like that. I mean, I don't do shit. I sit on the couch and with my dogs. 
You give me a bottle of whiskey, a radio to hook up to, and uh, I'll sit on the couch all fucking day or a porch. Like that's that's fun to me. I don't need, I don't, I don't need like even I, I've caught shit from people about this because people take it so fucking bad. But like I I don't need the VIP stuff. Like when I go out, I think it's fucking stupid. To be honest with you, I know that y'all probably get good tips and all that from a lot of people to do it. But like to me. Unless the owner of a bar calls me and it's like, hey, will you come here tonight? We'll put you up for this. I probably still won't want to do it. Like, cause it's just not me, but I don't think it's special. And it just yeah. seems it, like, there's nothing like, what is it? Like, you know, oh, you got a VIP on a Tuesday night at PBR or at, you know, anybody else in Nashville. Oh, you're cool. No, you're not. Get it on the weekend when town's packed and there's actually people in there. Then talk to me. But like, I'm just not about that life. And I could just see how it gets so dragged down and so fucking just, ugh. and you must have to hate all that shit. I mean, I've done, like, if I do bottle service, like it's because somebody invited me like to their table or, you know, they're like, Hey, we need to fill up tables. Like during slow season and like, we'll comp a bottle if you'll bring some friends in. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, we'll just, we'll go. But yeah. I mean, I don't go out. Like that's probably why we haven't like, met in person because mm -hmm. i just I, I don't go out yeah. and if i do go out i'm going to the bar by my house that i can walk home from so. yeah. see that's the way to be yeah i mean i used to be i mean i'll occasionally step out like when i did work at winners and losers i was always at red door and oh, i love red door <laughs> yeah root beer float shots let's go man let you ain't fucking lying oh my god Bonnie is the backbone of nashville <laughs> Man, I have been so blacked out in Red Door so many times because of root beer floats. Uh, the studio that I just had that we just closed because we're moving somewhere. I yeah. decorated the whole inside of it with like the red lights you see in this lamp. It was nothing but that because I wanted people that when they came here and they stepped into the studio in Georgia that had been to Nashville, I wanted them to feel like they were at Red Door. My, some of the best conversations I've ever had in this life have been at fucking Red Door at 2 o'clock in the morning. And it's like this cool shit. Like, Red Door is special. But it that, is. It definitely holds a place in my heart, I will say. Yeah, it holds uh, – It holds. I ought to own a fucking piece of it by now, as much money as I spent <laughs> there. Between there and fucking losers. Oh, my yeah. God. I paid their, I've paid a lot bill at Red Door before, probably. Yeah, I paid Post Malone's tab uh, during CMAs. No, you did not. Yeah. Uh, you got your phone in your hand? Yeah. Type in uh, Josh Terry, Post Malone, and Whiskey Rift. Yeah. Uh, there's an you paid his tab? Why? I didn't mean to. Uh, it was a complete... Oh, wait. I did see that. Oh, yeah. my God. Did somebody send it to me on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Like, we was at a private party there that uh, one of our buddies invited us to. It was like Hardy, oh Peyton God. Manning. Yeah. Like, it was all these fucking cool-ass people. And I, you could tell like me and the guy that went with me, we didn't know he was fucking going, had no idea. So like, I'm the trashiest looking person there and I'm not knocking Post Malone whatsoever, but like his crew was dressed. We were dressed similar. Yeah. So I'm thinking what happened is when I cashed out at the end of the night and they saw Raising Grace Studios on my card and Post Malone's tab wasn't like, you, you can't I fucking take a card that. from that. I did not realize that was you. That's so yeah. fun. Yeah, I pissed on hey, Molly. Hey, you? Oh, yeah, I got – the losers was fucking amazing about it. 
Okay, uh, good. They were fucking super nice about it. Uh, same night, pissed on Riley Green's boot. He was cool about it. Uh, and all this happened at Losers. You pissed on Riley Green's boot? Yeah, I pissed on that beautiful motherfucker's boot. Good Lord. Uh, Listen, uh, he said one I served him a few times when I worked there. And when he says, yes, ma'am, I'm like, shit, my pussy's wet. Goddamn. Like, you saying it that way just made my pussy wet. I hear you. I'm like, oh, my God, Jesus my pussy are hard. Like, God. So, like, we was in the bathroom at Losers. And first off, I, I was – this is at the end of the night, and we've already done the CMA stuff. We've already done my show that day at Live Oak. Like it was, I was fucking blacked out. I am five ten on a good day when my back doesn't hurt. Riley Green, when you're drunk, looks like he's already fucking six five or whatever. Oh yeah. I'm standing next to him at the pisser, and I, I'm taking a leak, and I look up, and I'm like, "Fuck, you're Riley Green." No, no. So like, I was like, "Fuck, that's Riley Green," and I was like, "I'm a big fan." He's like, "Appreciate it, dude." For some reason, my drunk ass wanted to look again. So instead of me just turning my head this time, I turned my body because I was so drunk, and I pissed on Riley Green's boot. And I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm fucked up. I just wanted to make sure it was you." And he was super cool about it. He was so fucking cool about it. And uh, he had seemed like he had had several several toddies by this point of the night too like yeah. he, he was good and blaze but he, he was cool dude that's so funny yeah that was a weird week for me that was between ending up on whiskey riff for paying his tab or post malone's tab and then piss on raleigh green's boot like it's like you know what i'm gonna have stories to tell the grandkids there's not good ones i mean yeah i get that yeah that's the that whole place over there i hate that it ain't even in the past three years it just don't seem like it what it was a couple years ago. Like it's starting to get weird, like touristy. Yeah. 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 It's probably because of people like us telling everybody on podcasts and shit how great it is. Well, I will say when I so I was working at funny story, I was working at Jason Aldean's. Um, like it was what, March of When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 2021 is when I started at Winners, and then... I got the job because I was talking shit to the bouncer. It was like during COVID, like right at the end of COVID, you know? And I was talking shit to the bouncer because you had to like have a seat at the, at a table. And the bouncer, he had little man syndrome. And he was like, <laughs> hey, uh, he was like, your friend can't come in. And my friend had just got done playing at Losers. And I was, and my friend texted me. He's like, hey, the bouncer won't let me in. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I walked down there. I go, who hurt you today? And he was like, I said, why don't you let him in? And he goes, because I said, and I go, okay, well, I don't know why you have an attitude and I don't know who hurt you, but we're going to circle back around in about five minutes. And I said, and I'll come back and we'll reevaluate the situation. He's like, you want to get thrown out too? I said, do it. And then the GM is standing at the top of like the winner's like, you know, yeah. walkway. 
And I turn around to go back inside and he goes, Hey, what's your name? I'm like, what's it to you? He goes, well, I want you to work here. I was like, Oh, (laughs) and then I started two weeks later. That's cool. I mean, yeah, it just, it it was, it's very different now for sure. I mean, Nashville is very different. It was, I mean, I liked the Nashville pre-COVID. I feel like I was kind of grandfathered in, in a way. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I should have been in Nashville in the eighties. Like I, I, I should have been back in the day. This new shit, yeah, it just ain't for me. Like I get it, it's fun. Wow. What? It's a lot. Yeah, it's fucking. I don't know, dude. It's like I make the I say it all the time when we're doing a podcast up there. Like we're recording at Live Oak. I'm like, hey, the good thing about doing the Raising Grace rounds today is you're actually going to hear some country music in Nashville. And like what we put on is a fucking country show. And it's just so weird to know that this is like the country capital of fucking everywhere in the world. And it's just, it's so commercial. It's just so blah. It's like, I don't fucking even like it that much. Well, I, I will say that I, um, work at the local. I pick up shifts there. Oh, I love Jeff. Oh my Jeff. I love Jeff. (laughs) Jeff is the heart of Midtown, I swear to God. But no, I was working there um, before I started at Barstool, but then I'm like on pickup now. But Jeff Reed, I swear to God, that man has a heart of gold. I yeah. love him. The local has the best music. So yeah, I mean, like that's where you go and you hear real country music. Yeah. He so. is the, I, I love the people at Live Oak so much with Hasten and Dave and all of them. Yeah that the only person that I have talked to about us doing our show at once a month, because like we, I don't live there. So I really don't want to do more than one show a month to come up there. I, li- I come up there for a, a, one week out of every month to record podcasts wherever and do the live Oak show. I've talked to Jeff before and I've even been like, if I go to two a month, the only other place I would do it at is here. The only other place I would do it at is the local. Cause it's just yeah. it's great fucking people. It is, and they have the best food, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I will say, it's like National Geographic over there with the homeless people. Oh, my yeah. God. Ask Jeff, ask Jeff about Beth. Beth? <laughs> she stole our leaf blo- She stole the leaf blower from the local and ran down the street with it, and Jeff had to chase her. And she's also lit a fire in the alley. <laughs> the fire department showed up. It's so bad. That's fucking awesome. Hello. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of crazy homeless there. Uh, I've almost gotten a fucking knockdown drag out from seeing people pick on the homeless. Though, like there were yeah. some frat boys one time, and like I'm I like I said I'm five ten on a good day, but I was raised a certain way. Yeah, and like you don't do that shit. I don't, I don't like seeing people. I really you would think as much money that's floating around that town that some shelter or something would be open up to take care of everybody. Do what? I said, exactly. Like they're, yeah, I have a huge opinion on that, but yeah. it's okay. It's probably the same as mine then. Yeah. But I mean, hell the amount of people that I've like, I mean, have you like seen any fights on Broadway? I have not seen a fight yet. I was in one altercation at Live Oak, but I've never seen a fight. You've never seen a fight. I have not. I have yet to see one. And you've only been in one altercation. Yeah. Uh, some guy was fondling some ladies with us. Uh, we went on, there's a, 
a party bus company up there that yeah. has done some stuff with us. And um, she took us out one night, and there was some fucking random guy on there that was filling up some of the girls every time that he yeah. went past them. And anyway, one thing led to another. We got off the bus, and uh, I showed my ass, but it's okay. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm a girl dad, and like my daughter, like the name of my studio, everything is named after her. Her name's Gracie, so like Raising Grace <laughs> Studios and all that. So I get sensitive about that shit. Yeah, and, and the and the more I drink, the more sensitive I get. Like, there's a reason why, like Tawny, all the other girls go and they'll hang out with us and hang yeah. out with me. And it's like, I don't mean to be crude about this. Like, I I know you can't fuck every woman in the world, and you probably shouldn't try. Like, why can't you just have a good relationship with them and like be a big brother type? Like, I I, I love that. Like, I really thrive on being in those situations. Yeah. And and as soon as some dickhead messes with one of the girls we're around, every time I am going to show them there's a couple cowboys left in town. Yeah. No, I get that. I mean, I was raised to be a hard ass, so I guess that's why I'm like, I said I was laid back, but I can't get crazy because I'm going to yeah. be the first bitch that's going to curb stomp you. But Yeah. But, I mean, I don't believe in, like, women hitting men. I think it's super disrespectful because in today's time, people aren't raised like – you yeah. know how I was raised so it's just yeah no but I but back to the fighting thing like the amount of like shit I've seen on Broadway I've even like customers literally will like the amount of times I got hit at Whiskey Row when I was working there like on the second floor and I had a swing on some people it, it's wild wild you remind me of one of my friends uh she lives in Nashville and um if you, I hope y'all like each other before I fucking say this, if y'all even know each other, but you just remind me a lot of her. Um, Ireland Gabriella. I don't know who that is. Okay. You'll have to look her up. She's cool. She's like a boxer, but she's cool as shit. Uh, yeah, you, she, she was on the show just a couple weeks ago. She really? is fucking really cool. Um, you remind she probably me. My ass if she's a boxer. She's a badass, dude. She, she, she's a badass. She would fuck me up. Like one hundred percent, and she weighs probably, fuck. She's she's as tall as me if she's not an inch taller, and I don't. I ain't never seen a woman's weight, but she is more petite and muscular. Yeah. So like she's she's tough, like, but she could fuck my fat ass up in a heartbeat and not think twice about it. You seem the same fucking way, dude. I mean, I know I talk a uh, you know a lot of shit and I talk a big talk, but I mean. 95% of the time, I mean, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to show you. So, <laughs> you know, shit happen. Have you had to fucking, like, really get a customer? Yeah. Yes. Like, it, yes. Well, I mean, Whiskey Row, like, people on the second floor, when it's, like, elbow to elbow, like, yeah. people literally, that they will – they'll clothesline you just not even thinking about it and like, or they are thinking about it. And I mean, yeah, I've had to like intervene in some fights. Like I've had people get up in my face and I'm like, okay, like you want to take it outside. And then it just, yeah, there, I mean, I'm not going to talk too much on it cause I don't want to get in trouble, yeah. but I, I've had, I mean, I've had a lot of friends. I've had a few friends like get fired from their Broadway jobs because a customer like has, you know, throwing something at them or like hit them and they've come out from behind the bar and whooped their ass. So it's kind of like, yeah, I don't, I'm, I would fucking give you a raise. 
Like I, I, I would, I don't see how the fuck you get fired for that. I guess you're not supposed to be ugly to the customer, but fuck, there's a line there. there there's a line. There if somebody crosses it, you better be able to cross it back. Well, yeah, but I mean, also security, they, they talk, people talk a lot of shit about security down there and stuff like that. And I know they're the ones that get the worst reviews, but they're the ones that have our backs when we can't come out and beat your ass. Mm -hmm. So, I mean. I've never seen a problem with the majority of security there. I've seen some that are trying to get laid in the corner and not doing their job. Like, but I, I've never <laughs> seen. Red flags on Broadway. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I've seen, I've seen that shit before. There was a girl. I like the only place I really like to go there is AJ's. Um, of AJ's. Two of my friends play there. So I go there pretty often. I got a good buddy that plays there a lot. Blaine Bunny. And uh, I love Blaine so fucking much. And I've been in there with him, been fucked up, having a great time watching him play. And you would literally see like a girl about to throw up or pass out in a trash can. And the security guard was over there just pretty much asking her friend for her number. And it's like, bitch, do, do I need to help this person? Yes. I'm like, oh my, but how, who raised some of these people? Like y'all come to a different city and I'm like, you act like that. Would yeah. you shit on your mom's couch? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Then don't do it here. You know, you, you just said you just said that, and that's probably why I hate the majority <laughs> of people in Nashville now I'm thinking about it. Because you're from Texas. Yes. I, I'm from Georgia. We were raised with manners. Manners is like my biggest fucking thing. Yes, I got my ass beat. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pick it, out your own switch on the tree. Fuck yeah. yeah. Like I not and I'm so used to now people just being rude as fuck. But it's always when you ask them where they're from. If they're that rude, it's always like, oh, you're from New York. Or, oh, you're from up north or wherever. It's like, where the fuck did manners stop? Did it get to fucking the Mason-Dixon line? And it was like, okay, all the manners down here, all the cunts up here. Like, it's so That's fucking weird to me. Sure. But, I mean, I will say there's a lot of people in, you know, the South, too, that are, they're pretty, uh, pretty cunty, so. There's cunts everywhere. You're 1,000% one, 1, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, the shit, like, <laughs> the shit that has even happened at Barcelona, and they've only been open since, what, end of June. Yeah. <laughs> it's unreal. Uh, is, is, where is Barstool? Is it off of second? I don't know it where Barstool's at. Where the, so, it's where the old Joe's Crab Shack used to be. The okay. Applebee's is, so that's is, where it's at. Uh, is Live Oak's new location next to y'all then? Wait, Live Oak has a new location? Yeah, they're opening their new place off second. What's it called? Live Oak. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like, a, it was a pretty big announcement a couple months ago. I think they're Wait. scheduled. Is it like, no, it's not where the new headquarters is, right? Or like where headquarters like got bulldozed down. Are they like building it right there? Are they building it like where BB Kings used to be? BB Kings. For some reason, I remember Hasten telling me it's in BB Kings' old place. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I didn't even know about that. Hasten, if I wasn't supposed to tell anybody that, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure you made the announcement on Facebook already. So surprise, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what's going to be kind of tricky, is because we're. We'll be doing a show there once a month, and I love Live Oak so much. I'm hoping how great it is where it's at now transitions to the same shit there. 
Like mm-hmm. I don't, I, I hope it does. So, you know. I mean, it just, second Avenue is very hit or miss. It just, I mean, once Luke Combs bar opens up like wild horse, like redoes itself, I think it'll, and chiefs right there. I think it'll be really good. I'm so excited about chiefs, but Me I'm a, too. but I'm an Eric church fanatic. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. I think second Avenue, like it, it's going to be popping pretty soon, but because I know headquarters got bulldozed down, like they're gonna build something right there, and then, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they put something in that parking lot between like where Barstool is and like to the corner, yeah. and like where Lakers is. So I don't know. Well, uh, Bottle Blonde's I, going right there too. Who? What is? Bottle Blonde. What is that? Well, it's got, it's on Broadway technically. It's right next door to Bootleggers. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know all the fucking names of the bars there. That's how little I go over there. Well, Bon Jovi's got one, too, next to Losers. Why the fuck does Bon Jovi have a bar? God only knows. I don't like Bon Jovi. I I, I, like, I don't like Bon Jovi either. <laughs> I mean, I like fucking Wanted Dead or Alive, but I can't name you another fucking Bon Jovi song. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm there with you. I went, I went to a concert that... Uh, God, I'm old. Chris Daltrey opened up for Bon Jovi, and yeah. I like I like Chris Daltrey. Um, well, I did fucking 15 years ago when he was relevant, but I remember watching Bon Jovi dance that night, and it's the fucking worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Wait, did you know Chris Daltrey is like opening up for Creed when they go back on tour? Oh my God, yes, <laughs> let's fucking go. Yes, um, I'm pumped. Yeah, uh, I am definitely. There's a couple different dates for the Creed tour. That did you I go to the Nickelback one? No, I did not. Uh, I like Nickelback. I'm just not. They're not the. I don't know. I don't know. I about had a heart attack when I couldn't go see Stained though. Like I wanted to go see fucking Stained so bad, and I'm and I'm buddies with Aaron. Is the thing, but I've never, I've never seen him do full band Stained. I've seen yeah. him seen him do it's been a while acoustic, but I've never seen him do fucking full band stained. And when I couldn't make it to any of the dates, I was so fucking mad. Damn, that does suck. Yeah. Okay, so wait, question for you. So have you like dated anybody famous? Uh no. I don't I'm weird about dating. Um I I I feel like there has to be balance with somebody like me. Yeah. I, I want somebody who wants to be seen, but doesn't mm-hmm. want to be seen for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And anybody that I've met from social media, mm-hmm. it's usually like, and you, and you fucking know this cause you live in Nashville all the time. It's real sketchy dating there or trying to meet somebody there because it seems like a lot of people are so focused on what can you do for me instead yeah. of who you are. And that ain't me. Like I, the second I think that you are trying to hook up with me or come around me just so you can meet one of my friends and wiggle your way in there, oh, I'm out. Like I don't, I don't care how hot you are, how much fun I have with you. Like that's not me. I want the person that's they're not scared of somebody who works in social media, but at the same time they're not like fucking every day. Like hey, let's post a picture or hey, let's make a TikTok or it's any of that bullshit. Uh, it, I'm real weird. Like I've been around, have fun with some that yeah. are that are You're close. Right now, right? Yeah. 
I kind of creeped, so I was like, trying cool? to you research, cool? I was like, wait. She, she will fucking lose her mind that you just asked me that, like in a good way. She'll be like, you said yes to that? Well, I, like, yeah, like, but if I'm seeing somebody, I try to be honest about it because most of the shit that I put on social media yeah. is to make me sound as bad as possible. Like, I mean, I'm very private. So if I am yeah. dating somebody, like, nah, the people that need to know, no. Yeah. Well, see, that's the way I used to be. But like, 80% of the people that listen to my show are women. 80% of the people that follow me on social media are women. And, you know, I get, the same way I'll guarantee you, you're an attractive woman. You get shit sent to your inbox all the fucking time that is just, you're like, the audacity of this person. They think that it's okay to send me this. I I get shit from some brave fucking women. And I feel like if I'm honest that I'm seeing somebody, that mm-hmm. sometimes it backs off. There's a lot of women that just don't give two shits. Yeah, there's a lot of women that like, thrive off of that i'm like y'all are disgusting yes yeah, yeah yeah don't get me wrong I, I obviously love women i have a problem with it to be honest with you like i love a good looking woman it hurts my feelings to see y'all sometimes but <laughs> like that's not the only thing for me like it, yeah. just being attractive isn't enough like i i am very tender-hearted I am very lazy i am i'm a whole lot of things that my social media doesn't show I try yeah. to make I try to repel people from my social media and it just ends up making <laughs> fucking people like me and it's fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean I definitely like you know, people obviously social media, I mean, I tell everybody I'm a catfish. I'm like, I'm really like I look yeah, I do look pretty on Instagram sometimes, like on a good day, but I'm like, I definitely I'm weird as fuck. And so yeah. I'm like, I I'm not really I mean, I try I've started posting a lot more of like me being my weird self so people yeah. You know, yeah it's just like i don't i'm not that fake like influencing bitch okay i'm like i got sent like some food from quest one time and i was like if this is what being an influencer is like like getting free shit like free food i mean yeah. i'm like okay here we go I, i'll go and tell you i will whore myself out for free stuff like, <laughs> for free food for me yeah <laughs> I have you figure me being like a thicker fella that some company been like, let's feed this fat bitch and get hit and like get him to advertise our stuff. It's never yeah. that. What's stupid, and I don't know why they're doing this. I've got an email while we were sitting here, it popped up on my phone. But Fitbit, Fitbit keeps trying to give me shit. And the whole time I'm like, motherfucker, have you looked at me? <laughs> yeah, Does- they said. Like quest the nutrition thing i'm like i don't work out you want to send me some protein chips okay yeah you can send me some shit to sell like that's about it and then even then i suck at it every one of the sponsors that we have on the show and i'm grateful for each and every one of them i don't really do a trade system with anybody like if you give me money fuck yeah i'll talk about your product if your product's good i will i will love your product if your product's shit i'm not going to talk about it and I did. It's like with me, I think you have to keep your integrity with this shit. Like you have to, you have to stay authentic. If I start advertising for Fitbit, that makes it look like if I'll sell out for Fitbit, like I'll sell out for other stuff. Like one of the things that has got me in trouble with some artists in Nashville and other places is I'm very picky about the music that I allow on my show. Like, 
a lot of people don't like me for that. Somebody will be like, hey, this person's got 100,000 followers on Instagram. You need to have them on the show. I'll listen to them. Okay. And I'm like, just because you got a following don't mean you're talented. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, and I can't stand that and like with TikTok, dude. Fuck oh, I'm I'm super picky about it, and I like all. I'm very vocal about musicians that I don't yeah. like. And I'm like their music sucks. Like I don't give a shit how many followers you have. Like, yeah, we had like, a show. My butthole. I don't give a fuck. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we uh, not absolutely lick your butthole. I don't even know that. <laughs> no, Just, that I know came, it's that me. came out at the wrong time. Uh, <laughs> but like, even when we first started the show, like we'd have groups of people that would do like these drunk shows. And like, by the way, you're going to fucking do one now. Uh, next time we're in Nashville, when we do our group settings, like it's in somebody's house or the Airbnb or whatever we rent to set up the studio for the week. Our best shows are our group drunk shows. But the, yeah, the uh, trick or drink is the best. too. Yeah, but the problem with that is, is you get a lot of people around the table. And one of the time that we did it, somebody that was sitting there with me had a cane brown cut. They were fixing to have a cane brown cut. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like Kane Brown. Like it's just not for me. That music is not for me whatsoever. I and the way that I said it was like fuck Kane Brown. Like and the person got the person just got quiet. And then they were like, "Hey, can can we pause real fast?" And I was like, "Okay, what's what's wrong?" And they're like, "Dude, you got to cut that shit. Like you you can't sit here and fucking bash <laughs> fucking Kane Brown and this is the biggest cut that I've got I've had to learn how to say shit differently like yeah. Kane Brown's obviously killing it he's got more fans more followers more money than I do he must be doing something right I'm probably the one that's fucking wrong but I, you give me some Cody Johnson or you give me some Jamie Johnson or shit like that way fucking happier like that, that's my groove dude and I have to watch how I say shit because just because you have so many people on social media and I find you terrible. That doesn't mean everybody else does. Yeah. I mean, like I kind of, that's why I asked you in the beginning, I was like, is there stuff like if we do need to cut stuff out? Yeah. Because when I did do truth or drink, like on my podcast, there's a lot of shit. People are like, Oh, I'm afraid. Like, I don't want to do that and stuff like that. I'm like, listen, we can cut anything out that you want to. And like, yeah. I send it to you. And if you don't want that in there, that's fine. So <laughs> there's um people have you know said a lot of shit that like on my podcast that I've had to cut out I mean hell I mean I know my GM won't get mad about this but I recently did a podcast with the GM of Barstool and she's a okay. woman and she's hot as fuck she's yeah she's beautiful but I asked her who was the most famous person in your DMs and she was like nobody famous and I'm like look at your Instagram I know you have famous men in your, like in your DMs. She goes, well, can I, you know, can I name a mid? And I'm like, sure. whatever. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> and I know, and like I said, I know she won't get mad at me for this. Cause uh, you know, I asked her, but she's like, can I name a mid? I said, absolutely. She said, Chase Rice. And I said, yeah, I mean, he's definitely a mid. So I get that. And then she said, Jay Cutler. And I said, well, I mean, Jay Cutler is not really a mid. He's definitely more famous. That's my dude. She, said, she said, Jay Cutler. She goes, I was really mean to him. And I'm like, okay. And then Jay Cutler comes in two weeks ago and I had to serve him at the bar. And I'm like, okay, well, um, yeah. And I mean, I've served him at losers too, but yeah. There's a, there's a picture on my Instagram. If you'll scroll back to when it was, I guess cold at the beginning of this year. 
there's a picture of me and him, and I'm fucking cross-eyed. We're at uh, it's me, him, and this guy named Little Skinny. And we're I at, love Little Skinny. That's my baby, dude. He's the best. No, don't say that, please, for the love of God. His fucking, I love Little Skinny. His head, that name-dropping motherfucker, his head does not need to get any bigger than it already <laughs> is. I love him. He So, like, if you are the ages of fucking 20 to 25 and you meet me, like these guys or whatever, they love me. They're like my baby brothers. Like, I just want to take them every fucking where I go. And Skinny is one of those strays that I adopted last year. And that, that bitch ain't gone nowhere. That's my, I, he's, God, he's one of my favorite people. Wait, did you, uh, you should ask him about when we caught him and Trey Lewis uh, on Broadway during an interview. And I said, yeah. what do you, I asked people, I go, what do you think about when you hear the words like little skinny? And some woman said pencil dick and he wouldn't let me post it. Yeah, I bet he wouldn't. <laughs> He gets, boy, that motherfucker gets mad. He wouldn't let me post it. And I was like, okay, then why not? Like, whatever. Yeah. Skinny is very sensitive. But also, <laughs> too, uh, I mean, he's fucking 22 years old. I get I it. I love him. He's a good dude. Uh, he's one of the best. Uh, he He's the only reason why I'm friends with, like, Aaron Lewis and shit. Like, he, yeah. he's he's took me places. Like, he's, he's a good fucking dude to me. I love him. But, uh, yeah, there's a picture of me, him, and Jay Cutler after hanging out at Red Door one night. And we are skinny's not me and Jay are fucking blacked out. He, I have very mixed feelings about him, but yeah. yeah, like I said, on a drunk podcast, like I get, there's a lot of shit that people say, like yeah. me and my, we took a whole tray of shots, like on truth or drink. And I had to cut out like half the podcast. Yes, <laughs> so we did. might have to do it. Yeah, we don't, we definitely don't. Like I, I tell, we got in trouble one time. Like at the beginning of last year, there was something said that everybody thought was known to everybody in the industry. Yikes. But it wasn't. But, and it could have killed, it could have really hurt me. But the publicist that reached out to me was extremely nice. We edited it and took it down within 20 minutes of them making the phone call to me. And uh, besides that, that's the only thing. That's the only, and that was just a, a big mistake. Like it was, yeah, it, it was it, how people don't know the mistake or how people don't understand. I get it. Like, but still, everybody's around. Like you, unless somebody ever tells you you can't say something, you don't know you can't say it if you think it's common knowledge. Well, yeah, I definitely ask them, like, hey, yeah, like you asked me, what can I not talk yeah. about? Like, okay, well, I'm not going to talk about that. So, yeah, it's <laughs> there. I have to take a step back sometimes and realize, hey, the people outside of Nashville don't know about this yeah. stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's very interesting. Well, sure. I, well, I definitely love what you're doing. Uh, I think that you are one of the few that I've talked to that, uh, you know, I don't mean to be sexist when I say this. It's hard to find females that are good at this like you've got some like the caller daddies the, the all of them that are so fucking amazing they're fucking great uh yeah. but then you got other ones that just want to bad mouth people and they think that that's entertaining it's not and i can yeah. just tell by us doing a show for a little over an hour you're entertaining you're good at carrying on a conversation you're, you're good at this i want to i want to see you keep fucking grinding at it i want to 
I'll definitely go listen to some of your episodes now and check out what you do, you know, by yourself. Well, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I have probably like six or seven episodes that I haven't posted because I, I had to take a step back and then, um, you know, I kind of wanted to rebrand a little bit on, yeah. you know, the side of it, just like me doing it. And I'm like, okay, you know, what direction do I want to take this? And so now for right now, I'm doing the street interviews because people like that more, but, um, in the new year, we're definitely, um, we're hitting the ground running for sure. And there's, um, I'm going to release a lot, hopefully, hopefully. Well, if you need any help with it, ask me, I don't mind. You're cool. Cause I'm definitely, <laughs> definitely going to hit you up for some of our drunk shows in Nashville. Well, thanks. Yeah. I mean, Trey Lewis came on my podcast. <laughs> That's my boy. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. love Trey. We, uh, we, shit, we've done several shows together now. He's just, He's one of my dudes. I really, I really think the world of him. Yeah, he's um, he's great. So. All right, hot seat. Last two minutes of the show. Okay. If you were to walk up to me on Broadway, what would be the question that you would ask my drunk ass? I don't know. I mean, would it just have to be situational wise, like? what was going on at the time or do you like do you ever just like look for like an opening for a question so i start with a question that i like have that i know like i have a few questions i know i'm going to ask people and then i just kind of go off of that so like if you're very talkative like we'll go off of that so yeah. i mean the next questions i'm going to ask um when we go do street interviews is like what's your new year's resolution oh okay and we have a lot of people that you know they they say a lot of stupid shit so well i mean i, I look forward to seeing all that on social well media. okay well what's your new year's resolution oh I'd, I know I'd, that's stupid but i mean that's I'd how really, the video got i'd, I'd so. really like not to get chlamydia next year i'm kind of tired of that damn yeah you know that's why i'm trying to just see one woman now i'm really tired of going to the fucking health department i'm really gonna run out of luck one day Hey, I mean, at least it's just chlamydia. You can just like take a pill and you're good. It's actually one shot and two antibiotics. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, let me think of a question. Okay, well, what? Where's the craziest place you've had sex? Uh, high school football field. Oh, pff. okay, Toby Keith. What the fuck are you doing? What like, the fuck? I'm from the fucking south. It was cool at the there's moment. There's nothing else. A high school football field. That's lame. I'm, I'm fucking vanilla, bro. My dick is shy. Uh, it probably wouldn't get fucking hard anywhere that wasn't behind closed doors. Oh my god. Like I don't, I don't know. I think, I think I pulled over on the interstate one time. Like that's, that's. I'm not like, I'm not the most sexual person to be real with you. Like that was. I'm 36 now. Like, ugh. Uh, it's not that I don't have my testosterone probably started dropping last year i'm actually going next week to get it checked because may maybe that's what's wrong with me uh i just i don't know I, and i'm weird about sex too anyway like, no, I, get I, I used to be where i just wanted to fuck whatever and yeah. now like i have to have i have to be like passionate like i have to be attracted to you more than just wanting to fuck you to actually want to sleep with you and that's good because the dating in nashville is trash but okay so wait now that i'm like on the topic okay there you go. here we go 
Okay. What name a good country song? Make up your own. Me name a good country song? Like make up your own. So like what's a good name for a country song? Ooh. Can I Does Tawny can, answer that? I mean that and like Can yeah. I name can I name some that we've already wrote? Or is that this you got because no, you gotta be like as vulgar as you want. Like, uh, I mean, uh, like okay. what's a good name for a country song? Oh God. Let's see, let's see. It's gotta be something with liquor. Because I'm a big <laughs> whiskey guy. Uh liquor and misser. Liquor and misser. Yeah, because like a liquor bottle and you miss her, liquor and miss yeah, her. Yeah, I was thinking like lick her and miss her. That's what that's what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's okay. what I was saying. Yeah, because it'll be like a cheating song. I'm licking her, but I'm missing her. Lick her and miss her. Hey, that's really good. Yeah, I'm fucking smart, bro. <laughs> I'm good at this shit. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Uh, damn. That's yeah. funny. I'll entitle it the the Carolina West song when I go write it now when we get done with this. Do yeah. what? You know how like in a song, it'll put in parentheses like for Alyssa. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna write the song "Liquor" and "Miss Her," and it's gonna be Caroline's song. Right. <laughs> Please do it! Oh my god. Where'd you get the idea from, Caroline West? <laughs> That'd be great. I'll promote the shit out of that. Well, you're gonna have to. It's about you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you had a song written about you? About me? Yeah. No, I don't think anybody's gonna write a song about me. There, there <laughs> might be. There's one that's been sent to me from somebody yeah. that I'm not saying it was. I ain't saying it wasn't, but there was some similarities in the situation. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I try my best not to fuck with female artists. Yeah. Just because we, I don't, you're not supposed to shit where you eat. Exactly. Like, and I, I know like it's so, it's already so hard to not sexualize an attractive woman. Like, I mean, it's, I'm a fucking caveman, dude. I see, I see a good looking woman and my brain automatically is like, what she look like naked like, or, <laughs> or whatever, like, or what nasty shit does she like? Like you can't help it. You have, I have caveman brain. So yeah. what I try to do, like, even now you're in this fucking category now, because I've done a show with you and I want you to do more stuff with us from, you know, this little bit here because you're good at it. It's like, I can't sexualize this person. I have to do everything I can to not be that way because yeah. I want to work with them. And that's how yeah. I am with female artists. Like, you just, you can't. Like it's, And the bad thing is, a woman singing is the most attractive thing in the world to me. And, like, it is like my, oh. Like, if she sings Sad Girl Country, I am fucking there, bro. You're but, like half chub, let's go. I half chub all the time. Full fucking diamond cutter most of the time but <laughs> yeah like I, I try not to like it's just i just don't think you do that and i think i've got i think that's why i have a good reputation with women that are artists and with people like tawny and other people that we work with because i'm not finna slide in your dms i ain't finna say anything yeah. inappropriate like i'm i try my best to be as professional as possible now like there's a couple that if they came on to me it'd be very hard very hard yeah. not to not to yeah but it's like it's, it's not cool it, no, I get not it. Cool. well that's good to know though yeah we're like we're going on a writer's retreat tomorrow from tomorrow till friday and we have some women going with us 
And if I would be a piece of shit or had been a piece of shit, I don't think they would go or feel comfortable going. Yeah. I, I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, that's good though. Yeah. I'm a nice fucking guy. I know it just it <laughs> sucks. Nice guys finish by themselves is what they ought to say. Uh, not last, but anyway, anyway, well, thank you so much. Drop your podcast <laughs> name again, social media, and let's get the fuck out of here. Um, it is Broadway Girls on Instagram with two S's. Here come the double letters. And then, you know, TikTok, you just type in Broadway Girls and it's good. And then Caroline West, Instagram. Make sure you go make sure you go follow me on TikTok if we're not already following each other. That way I can okay. I can share the uh the clips and shit from this. It's JL Terry, nineteen eighty seven. Surprise. All right. Well, cool. Thank you, Miss Caroline. And I hope uh, I hope we hook up again and do the show again, like group show and, and hang out. Get you to yeah, help us I'm host, down. get you to help us host some of the stuff at Live Oak so I can get fucked up. Hey, I'm down. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Anytime, darling. All <laughs> right, folks. Well, thank you all for listening to the Josh Terry podcast. We will catch you all next time. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.